1: You're listening to Eye on the Community, I'm Vicki Pepper. We've all been there, eating handfuls of nuts or cold pizza as a meal, lacking the motivation to pull together a meal even when there are groceries in the refrigerator. Author Leanne Brown has been there even after publishing her first cookbook, Good and Cheap, Eat Well on $4 a Day, inspiring her to write her second cookbook, Good Enough, which tackles the emotional barriers to eating well. Thank you for joining me.
0: Oh, thank you for having me. This is fun. Leanne,
1: tell us what inspired you to write Good Enough.
0: It came out of the experience of Talking to so many people after my last cookbook, I had come at it from this perspective of cost is sort of this huge, huge barrier. So many people eating well, feeding their bodies and just the way that they want to. And yes, yeah, that is a fact. You know, cost is definitely a huge factor, but there's so much more to it. And as I talked to so many people who shared with me that they just felt like they were terrible cooks, I was really moved because I often found that it wasn't really true, you know, what they were describing was often was a sense of being bad at something when what they were doing was more than enough, you know, and I got to have these conversations I think where things I could validate and encourage, but I found myself wanting to do that to everybody, you know, and really what I also found was that I noticed the same thoughts and feelings that I was moved by in these people who were sharing with me, I was noticing them in myself too, and I think there's just so much perfectionism in the world of food. We focus so much when we think about whether or not you feel like you're a good cook, a good home cook, it's all about, like, can I make the perfect X? You know, can I make the perfect sourdough? And if you can't, you're not a good cook. And it's like, that's not, you know, there's so little room for reality, for, you know, the rhythms and, and realities of life, which is that every meal is not going to be perfect. In fact, every meal is going to look so different maybe than we think and certainly so different from this idealized sort of notion of like three sort of square meals a day that you planned and created from scratch it's like you know what sometimes you need to just shove some toast into your face in between meetings <sighs> and that isn't anything to be ashamed of in fact you can go from feeling ashamed to actually going you know what good for me I value myself enough and I care about my body enough make sure I'm eating that toast, even though it was hard to to get that time in. Uh, Look at me, I'm supporting myself. I think that's so, so important to change that perspective because it's so depleting. Like, how can we go on? How can we find the motivation to continue to cook and do what we want when we're always thinking that we've failed,
1: right? I think when things go wrong, that can sometimes be fun. And I mean that not just in terms of cooking, but in life in general.
0: I mean, that means you're learning. If you're making a mistake, that means you tried something new and you can continue to learn and grow from that it's actually an exciting moment
1: what's the key takeaway you'd like people to have from good enough
0: i really want people to feel encouraged and supported to cook and care for themselves in the way that works for them like in their specific life in their own body not other people's standards you know find freedom and self-acceptance and joy in embracing like who you are and what you need like if you really love olives, like a ton of olives in your pasta. You know, <laughs> like good, like do that. Embrace what brings you happiness and joy and know that that is good enough. And eat, and you know, and know that it's completely valid to, in my last book, Good and Cheap, I had this section called stuff on toast. And it's really exactly <laughs> what it sounds like. It's toast with <laughs> whatever you happen to have around on it. And that's a meal. And I heard from so many sweet people saying like oh my gosh thank you for writing this cuz this is often how i eat and i always felt so guilty about it like this wasn't a proper meal and i was doing something wrong i am just so grateful to have the opportunity to to sort of relieve that sense of that that's not a good meal like that's so normal and it's good it's good enough and it's delicious i had again a friend of mine recently texted me that good enough sort of attitude was helping her she was she sent me a picture of her cutting board and it she had this microwave rice on there and a, and a few little pots of random leftovers and she said she was putting together this this quick meal for herself and a couple of weeks ago before she sort of started thinking this way she would have felt really guilty and like this isn't a proper meal and it felt yucky as she was eating it and now with the good enough attitude <sighs> she was eating it and enjoying it and going like good look at me like using up leftovers look what a good job I'm doing! And this is actually really tasty. And look how food doesn't need to like take long or be hard to be tasty. This is great, and uh, this is what I want. Like that's what freedom, you know, looks like. That's your standards, not these outside standards.
1: I'm speaking with Leanne Brown, author of the new cookbook "Good Enough." Leanne, what do you recommend as a first step for people like me who might struggle with cooking?
0: Well, first off, give yourself permission to learn, and then make sure that you're keeping it really, really simple at the beginning. You know, at this time of year a lot of us do new years resolutions and they are often these sort of like, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna go from not exercising at all to exercising every day or like I'm gonna cook a from scratch meal every day this month. And it's like that's not probably going to set you up for success. I think taking it one small step at a time and not thinking of that as like, oh, if this is condescending, I can do more, but truly really just doing that and seeing how it goes. And if you can do more, do more. Start by making grilled cheese sandwich or something that is really straightforward and let yourself take time with it. Enjoy the process. Grate the cheese. Make yourself a cheese blend. Maybe add something you like into it. Like if you have like a fancy mustard or some pesto or some chopped up scallions or something like that and let yourself take time with it. Take some deep breaths have a glass of wine with it, like whatever you need to do to make it so that you're focusing, that you're noticing what it's like to cook. Actually enjoy the cooking, not the how am I going to make myself into a robot who can make excellent meals where you're focusing on the meal. It's the whole thing, all of it matters. And the process really, really matters and can be this great way to calm down and de-stress after a long day. Like we take deep breaths, you get to go out of your head and be in with your senses and all the smells, all the sights, all the beautiful sounds of sizzling and chopping. There's so many little pleasurable sensory experiences of cooking. And I think if we focus our energies on noticing that and how we're feeling instead of the outcome and just go like, I'm not I'm gonna take it off the table. Like for this first month if I make so long as I just make something that's the bar. I've made something every day this week or something. Like one of my meals I made for myself and it doesn't matter what it turned out the goal is i just did it what would you know what could you learn from that and i think you'd find that it could be the self-care that sort of i talked about so much in the book would shine through that you would notice like oh i'm able to be with myself look how sweet look at when you see yourself from the outside i think you can notice just how sweet your intentions are you know like it's so sweet when you see someone trying when they're not particularly good at something. It's one of the most endearing qualities. It's one of the most brave things to do is to try something you're not particularly good at. When you see someone's effort shining through, even when they don't have such a good outcome over and over again, it's like you can't help but admire the courage and the tenacity to like keep going and to keep trying and the care that goes into it. So I think if we can step back and admire ourselves for that. Rather than listening to those, you know, really judgmental voices in our heads that go like, What kind of a grown up person doesn't know how to cut an onion? It's like, Excuse me, you do not belong here. No, thank you.
1: I'm speaking with Leanne Brown, author of the new cookbook, Good Enough. How would you like us to get the book?
0: Oh, well, wherever books are sold, whatever works for you, but I always would prefer if you support your local bookstore, order it from them. They've done so much for our communities and especially during the pandemic I think local bookstores have been like superheroes so please please support them if you can
1: thank you so much for talking with us today and I think I'm going to go work on some avocado toast (gasps) I'm so
0: glad to hear that
1: (laughs) we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s it's better or